0: Hello. Welcome to Metaphysical Correspondent, the show that deals with current events and societal change from a metaphysical perspective. I'm Patrice Caymans. On December 3rd, Jupiter, planet of expansion, moved into Capricorn, sign of restrictions and structure, for a 12-month stay. Jupiter is in its so-called fall in this sign as the limitations of Capricorn are anathema to Jupiter's desire for abundance and largesse. Yet, considering the historical events yet to unfold next year, it is an apt placement as we will need to rein in the excesses of unlimited greed. Not only for moral reasons, but for our planetary survival. In contrast, right before Jupiter went into Capricorn, it was in the last degrees of Sagittarius where we saw the bombastic numbers of the highest stock market performance ever. So ready for a fall. Keep in mind that after things are blown out of proportion, the thick economy, there is likely to be a burst to the bubble as there was in 2007-2008 when Jupiter was likewise in Capricorn. That financial disaster was also exacerbated by Pluto moving its Capricorn in 2008, revealing the corruption in the system. Pluto is still there and is meeting up with Saturn, Lord of Karma, so when we move into 2020, there is likely to be a stock market crash on the level not seen since the Great Depression. As the year progresses, for those individuals who are involved in right work, i.e. operating in integrity and ideally for the common good, they will see positive growth opportunities in April, June, and November of 2020 when Jupiter and Pluto can join. When companies or entertainers make it big, there is oftentimes a Jupiter-Pluto transit occurring. Now, Jupiter-Pluto, which is a wealth aspect, is often present in the charts of actual plutocrats. For the rest of us, we have to hope for a transit as the one above to bring about major financial success. But going back to the plutocrats, to name just a few, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, and Bill Gates all have Jupiter-Pluto placements in their natal charts. Sadly, Trump with his moon in Sagittarius and Leo rising would like to be a wealthy person, but is only a weak facsimile. His money, like everything else, is not real. Now, even though 2020 will showcase three Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th, before we get excited, Jupiter in Capricorn is a bit stingy and prone to following the rules. So to reference an old New York City Lotto commercial, it's a little bit of luck. But what happens when the rules are corrupted or abused? This is when we might finally see a fall from grace. Amazon's Jeff Bezos has a Capricorn Sun, which will be directly aspected by the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January, so it is likely he will have to face greater government scrutiny and litigation regarding his monopolistic control of the retail sector. Another Capricorn who will be facing consequences for his actions is Jared Kushner, who will be receiving the full brunt of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction on his birthday. Despite his globetrotting efforts to attract sovereign investments in real estate deals, he will be stuck with the 666 mark of the devil albatross on Fifth Avenue and will find his fake empire will implode. Like his father-in-law, Kushner does not have an actual wealth aspect in his chart, but rather a large appetite for money and power, and whatever assets he has did not come from his own efforts. Meanwhile, Mark Zuckerberg, a Taurus with Jupiter and Capricorn, may still be able to slide by less detected because his Jupiter return will protect him from the worst punishment and scrutiny. Because of the intensity of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January, this is likely to be the beginning of the end of the capitalist model, which has seen dents to its primacy in previous conjunctions, such as 1982-83, with Reaganomics, which was an attempt to discard New Deal progress for the middle and working classes, Now, with 40 years of deregulation and corporate welfare, we are at Gilded Age Levels of Inequality, which spanned the decades of 1870 to 1900. By the way, Jupiter was in Capricorn twice during that era, in 1889 and 1901. And the second transit coincided with the first stock market crash of the century, the rich man's railroad panic. Our current billionaires ought to be wary but also smart if they want to survive. Just like FDR instituted the New Deal to save capitalism, the plutocratic class must release a stranglehold on the economy and contribute more of their booty and bounty to the less fortunate. By giving up a slightly larger portion of their wealth, they can stave off a total collapse of their power through the loss of a consumer market and functioning government. They would be smart to support a candidacy like Elizabeth Warren, who will still work with them to get them in line. She is not willing to destroy capitalism, just create guardrails, which are non-existent in this current predatory iteration. And while she is demonized as the antichrist and a socialist, hers or Sanders' plans for restructuring the economy are the only ones that will stave off total disaster, as centrist plans of business as usual are bound for failure. Even Bernie's and Warren's economic models do not go far enough in calling for a complete move into socialism, which is what we probably need at this time to manage productivity and resources effectively in order to survive climate catastrophe. Jupiter and Capricorn suggest we all take practical, realistic steps to build a more workable society. Everything extraneous must be eliminated. This is an energy of paring away all but the essentials. With a strong focus on a long-term goal, we are asked to be disciplined and engage in delayed gratification rather than seeking total and immediate satisfaction. This is an energy that will not be very kind to the present and all the grifters and grabbers. Lastly, Jupiter and Capricorn perhaps bring a greater respect for our elders, but only if they've earned it. Yes, Trump's emotional retardation is such an easy target, but many in Congress act like high school bullies and rabble-rousers rather than mature servants of the people. In fact, they have been rewarded for the theatrical faux populist ignorance. Once the bubbles burst, the economic one, the fascistic one, the illusion of supremacy, we will notice the wreckage on a human scale, both in and out of the halls of power. Those conservatives, with any self-respect or honor, will have to fix the ravages of a party poisoned by hypocrisy, greed, hatred, and corruption. And this would be appropriate work during Jupiter and Capricorn. However, that is a thankless and likely impossible task, and Saturn and Pluto will ring in the death knell of the GOP party for good, as once the plutocracy is demolished and the older evangelicals die, there will be no constituency to speak of. And it may be too late, even as we speak. Jupiter is weaker in comparison to the Death Lords, Saturn, and Pluto. The philosopher planet may only be able to provide a little bit of relief and context as we transition from one broken paradigm into a new future created out of the detritus of imperialism with its broken dreams and historical abuses and denials. And this is what I try to offer here on Metaphysical Correspondent, a sense of perspective in these mad times we are living in. I thank you for joining me today, and I invite you to subscribe to future Astrocasts. Please follow me here at Anchor.fm or Twitter at MetaphysicalCO2 or on Medium at Metaphysical Correspondent. Today's music is courtesy of Purple Planet. That's www.purple-planet.com. Remember, the tide that lifts all boats is consciousness. I'm Metaphysical Correspondent Patrice King.